We can no longer afford to cling to one or the other. Now there are many very popular theologies and religions that have failed to incorporate the one and the individual fully. And as a result, many have focused only on the one. They have placed the individual and his experiences upon a shelf and turned their back on him more or less. And this is a mistake because you are not a mistake. You are fingers and eyes of the divine. Those who turn their backs on the individual are overlooking that this transient individual is also the one in all his glory just as certainly as the one is. And this individual is not required nor does he benefit from sitting there like a rag doll waiting to be played with or discarded at the whim of something he perceives as larger. Because correctly viewed, there is nothing larger than him. So this is impossible. He cannot just sit there and watch life pass him by. As I mentioned before in other videos, you can't do this. You are always choosing. In this case, they would be choosing not to actively or consciously choose, but that is still their choice. Do you see? It's not possible to sit there passively and watch life go by. It's impossible because you have orchestrated all of this, consciously or unconsciously. You have externalized it. You have projected all these things that you believe you are only observing. It's your handiwork. Just as surely as someone who is consciously and actively making choices is also experiencing their handiwork. It's the same. And we're fooling ourselves if we think it's any different. So though you can choose to take a position where you are not consciously aware of your hand and all that is, Nothing, nothing you do will remove your hand from it. You cannot be passive. Your hand is in all. Now the failure to incorporate the two comes forward when we get stuck staring at Atlas over there, <laughs> the one who supports the whole world. If you do that, you will begin to think nothing matters and why not just let life flow over you? Because you will only be focusing upon the one in its entirety. And when you do that, you lose you. You've taken off one of your hats and you've turned your head. And you'll be trying to ignore this other part, this other function of you. And you can't do that. Because we, these focuses that we call people, are the fingers and the tongue of the one tasting and sampling and experiencing. Years ago, when I began to get my mind around this, I wrote a very short poem, if you can even call it that, and it simply goes like this. You are like a taste bud on the tongue of God. And we are. As these transient individuals, we are what savors the experience and gives perspective and variety to the experience as well as what transiently narrows the focus of the one so that we may experience this particular slice that we call our life. We are individuals in divide duels. We are two in one. 
But if we only see the two, if we only see the separation, then we're living in an illusion that we believe that we are born and die and we live this illusion in fear. Or on the other hand, if we see only the one, then we become like taste buds that try hard not to work anymore, but are still sitting there taking up space on the tongue, but exclaiming to one another, why bother to taste? Food has its taste with or without our input. <laughs> and that takes the joy out of eating and there would be no reason for the taste buds to begin with. So neither of these positions are the whole. We are both and we must toggle back and forth and embrace them both. Because to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So how do we find this enlightenment that we're looking for? As Jesus said in the Gospel of Thomas, when you make the two into one, when you make the inner like the outer, and the outer like the inner, and the upper like the lower, and when you make male and female into a single one, so that the male will not be male, nor the female be female. When you make eyes in place of an eye, a hand in place of a hand, a foot in place of a foot, an image in place of an image, then you will enter the kingdom. When you make the two into one, you are one and you are one of the many all at the same time. And so we must reconcile the two. We must allow ourselves to wear both hats at the same time, not discarding one for the other, and realize that each moment has its season. Sometimes we seem to wear one hat, other times the other one. But we never forget about or try to discard either of them because to deny one or the other is to deny yourself and to attempt to cut yourself in half. And good luck with that, because you cannot abandon anything. Everything must be called by its name, and it must be known and reconciled. We cannot live in the illusion that we are separate, nor can we sit there limply and believe there's nothing to do. There's plenty to do, and more to recall than I can even allude to. So we must neither go limp, nor must we cling so tightly to this focus, this person we believe ourselves to be. This you is only your ride, your peephole at the moment. It may feel like our only ride because our consciousness is attached to it. But that brings up a really good question. What is our consciousness? Please join me in part five to find out the unexpected truth about our consciousness.